Checking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Ignorant and Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We're coming to you from beautiful Keystone, Colorado, here in Consensual Studios at 545 Productions. And I am joined, as always, by my lascivious hosts, Mr. Max Sarakistan Sarak. Oh, I am Randy. It's true. And I am Ben Hollywood Whitmore. Normally, we'd have Benji Pickens with us today. He's unable to be in the studio, but we have a great replacement, a special guest in the studio today, one of our longtime friends, uh, Mr. Outdoor Dave. Outdoor Dave, how's it going, my friend? It's going well, and I uh, endeavor to fill the large shoes that Benji Pickens yes. uh, leaves behind. You don't try to be Benji Pickens. You just be no, the I best just try to Outdoor fill Dave. Shoes. <laughs> you just be you, man. Well, thank you. you. Thank you, you very much. It. Or Mr. Outdoor Dave. Yeah. I kind of like that, too. Ooh. Mr. Dr. Outdoor Dr. Dave. Outdoor. Esquire. Professor Outdoor The fourth. Dave. It's like Dr. Mrs. The Monarch. Is this where we're <laughs> going with this? Dr. Mrs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and this is your podcast where we take your topics and turn them into our show. And Max is going to tell you all the intricate, sexy details about how oh, that works. the sexy details of questions and T-shirts and emails and twanking. Actually, the twanking might sound kind of sexy, but uh, in Very a weird, so. dark way. Uh, questions, topics, T-shirts. That's what happens here. You send us your questions. We use them as topics. And then we send you T-shirt for our uh, our thanks to you. So please keep them coming. You can twank us on the Twitters at Ig and Un. Ben Man's that feed. So Beesh. go ahead and say hi to him. You can hit us up on the Facebooks. Message the show. Become a friend of the show and get your question slash topic to us that way. While you're streaming and downloading all the episodes, you can click the topics button on the website and get your topic to us that way, or email us topics at ignorantanduninformed.com. Get your t shirt, send us your question, and thanks. That's right. 30 minutes of unedited podcast magic coming to you. But we need a topic first. It's magic. Ooh. That's right. Outdoor we Dave, turn on the mics oh and gosh. we just, would whatever happens, honors? happens. It's just happen- We just keep it, you know, organic. And, uh, Outdoor Dave's going to grab us a topic. I, I feel so honored. This is different. You know, it's funny. I think we should probably topical. tell the background of this story. We have two friends named mm-hmm. Dave in our, in our kind of collective circle here. It's true. Uh, we all started out gaming together, I think. Is that how you guys all got together? And Borders. Like, Oh, yeah, from the Borders store. We all used to, at one point in our lives, we all worked at a Borders before that company went belly up. True enough. And uh, God bless them. And uh, the, so I was introduced to Outdoor Dave, and I was like, oh, Outdoor Dave, what is that? And then Dave, our other friend Dave, who a Viva V Comics Dave, goes, because I'm Indoor Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, that was all that was ever explained to me. And, and the more you get to know both Daves, the more those... Names are very appropriate. Although, to be fair, Outdoor Dave, you could also be Indoor Dave, given the... Sure. I mean, I feel like depending on the environment, because you do enjoy gaming and you do enjoy indoor activities as well as outdoor activities. That is true. I got, um, I got I, you in uh, Indiana, or Ohio Tim, mixed up a lot. No, Indiana Tim. Who had Ruby? The Indiana dog. Tim. Indiana Tim. I got you and Indiana Tim mixed up for a long time. Well... I don't know how to take that. <laughs> well, you know, nobody. <laughs> With a grain of salt and a smile. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's our topic? Our topic, uh, let's see. Here oh, you didn't even open it? I did. I did. I did. I did open it. I just didn't memorize it, so oh. I need to open it up again. 
Sorry, I'm I'm not skilled yet. At, no, that's um, awesome. I don't yeah. remember. I have to look it up three or four times during the show. <laughs> oh no, we'll refer back. Uh, this is a good one, um, and it's from our lovely friend Audrey. Ah, Audrey Hippen. Yes. If you were a playing card, which would you be? Ooh, ah. I would of course be the Queen of Hearts. That was Audrey's. That was Audrey's sure. answer. I was. I thought you were answering already. No, 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 like, no, no, oh, no. Right. That was that was. I was just reading the entire. You know. Entire okay. statement. I okay. wonder if that's true. You know, I've got that book upstairs. You know, I'm a... I was just looking at that this morning. It's oh, so, okay. It's so interesting um, and serendipitous that this is the question I pull out. Absolutely. You, you know what card you are. According well, ac- to according to Max's crazy hippie book, I know what card I am. So what is this book? Oh, I'm sure. If you not I've, seen no, it? No, I've read it. I just yeah, prefer, so it's I, called... I can't remember what it's called. Cards of Destiny. And I want to say it's by Sharon Jeffers. Uh, but my good my good homie, Wacker, actually, was the first person I knew that uh, had this Mr. book. Wacker. He is a good man. And so I remember a uh, very stony night sitting on Wacker's couch and, uh, like, laying out all of this astrology card-type stuff. And, uh, yeah, I definitely cottoned to it. And so then I got the book myself. So you, it's and, like it's like my birthday, yeah, right, yeah, 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 and, and has the suit, yeah, and has all the suits broken down. There's like a big chart of of you know what days correspond to what cards and what's it's like. So you, like a traditional deck of playing cards, yeah, like, yeah, like fifty aces, hearts, spades, mm-hmm. diamonds. There's actually a joker um, and a joker. Mm-hmm. I okay. think that's why Wacker was so enthralled by this book because he is a a New Year's baby. Ah, and that is the is day of the, the Joker. Oh. And so I think, or maybe he's maybe he's a king of spades. I don't know. Whatever. Sure. Yeah. Like Steve Miller Band, I'm the Joker. Yes, a midnight toker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I remember looking at this book like years ago, so I don't remember what I was. Okay. I want to say I was in the Hearts family. Okay. If I remember. Okay. I have no idea what that means. So that could be just, you know, completely be like, no, nah, Ben, you're totally a club. Like, someone, someone's listening and be like, no well, way. apparently I'm a club, and I don't Are know. You? Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm a six of club. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and I was looking at my girlfriends as well, and she's a four of clubs. So oh. I don't know if there's some sort of, like, very you know. Yeah, we're a very so, clubby couple. clubs, uh, ideas, and mm-hmm. communication, it's sort of like the suit of air, if you mm-hmm. would to, like, you know. Equate things to the elements, sure, as it were. I was going to say, like those, they're again the four humors, kind of. In the, we didn't even talk about the suits of of uh, playing cards. cards. No, but that would probably be kind of something that is could be very easily associated with those things as well. Yeah, well, I think it's an easy, an easy translation. Yeah. So did you? Did you feel like you were reading the six of of clubs? Yeah, no. Yeah. Every time I read it, it's so like it's it's so on the nose for me, okay. and I I don't like how accurate it is, <laughs> <laughs> uncomfortably accurate. Yeah, it's like eh, this is like way too on point. And it was interesting because I was reading, you know, one for Johanna and her, yeah. being the four of clubs. Um, it was very on point for her as well. Yeah. And I was, you know, these crazy hippie books when they're on point, they're scary. <laughs> yeah. I always think about that because you know I read those you know those uh, even the Myers Briggs tests mm-hmm. and the which is probably a little more scientific than a little than more perhaps, empirical uh, than the, the cards of destiny. The, the cards of destiny. <laughs> Go but, fuck yourself. Or, or like 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 horoscopes or Chinese mm-hmm. you know horoscopes mm-hmm. or you know and all those things. And I tend to like always agree with mine. I'm like yeah yeah totally. And then I always think like well is that is there any real credence to that or am I just kind of seeing connections that aren't really there. And then I think of like, okay, other people I know. Do other people I know fall in like? Could I describe them like this? 
And and generally speaking, like I can always think of at least a few people who I know are completely different than that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if I was that person and my birthday happened to be, you know, September 6th or something, but I had that personality, mm-hmm. then the, 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 the descriptions wouldn't necessarily match. You know what I mean? So like – and like so, I just think like okay, can if I read all the and going back to the more you know kind of empirical data, if I was to read all the Myers Briggs descriptions, would I necessarily agree? Would I see parts of myself in all of them, or would they you know there because there's certainly ones that fit me more than others. Mm-hmm. So I've always kind of thought, I does well, that make any sense? What it, I'm trying to say, it does, and and I think there's a truth to that. Like I think all of these systems, right? They all speak to, you know, what is components of what it means to be a human being and we can relate to each and every one of those right so you can always read across the board on all of these and find similarities and differences and there's different weights to be given and that's what i like about the myers-briggs sorts of things is that those things become weighted right and that when you take a good myers good um, subjective term but some of those have to take the way whoever's Mm. INFJ, I believe. Wow. I would. Mm. Believe that's, I think mm. that's the same as I am. I, it's been a while since I've done. I one, would believe that about both of you. There yes. are. Um, you'll get percentages for each one of those, and I have had it where the two, the the N and an F for me have flip flopped, and my percentages can be pretty low. So I can vacillate between those depending on when I take the test, that's and true. it always always resonates with me when I'm taking it and retaking it, and when it switches, like it makes sense to me. Um, so these things, I mean, in, in a way, they're all just ways of, of um, talking about the uniquely human um, experience. Yeah. And since we're all human beings, we're going to resonate with all of them at some point in our totally. lives, yeah. uh, which I think is why it's – for me, it's hard to read these things and um, like these books and the horoscopes and stuff like that and think that it's uniquely Mayan. You know, this this description is unique to the per- person who's born on August 20th like I am. Um I like to go through and test myself against, like, I, I, I read my brother's or somebody else's that I know. Sure. And yeah. I'll be like, can I find similar? Because I feel like me and my brother are very opposite in lots of ways. Mm-hmm. But when I read it, I can I can apply these things to him. And then I see if I can apply it to myself. And that's why I said, well, he's like, yeah, I could, if I could read this. And if this is my, I could pretend that this is my birthday. And it would all resonate with me because all these things are things that I've experienced as well. Right. Um, so that's 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 my like litmus test for do I think these are like really unique to people who are born in these days or are they really just a collection of things that um, have been assigned to this day for whatever random reason? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what what I what I kind of think about the whole thing. It's like, is it? And I guess like, am I putting more weight on what I'm reading for September sixth because that happens to be my birthday? So I'm looking for those connections and I'm looking for those things, or is it like? Is there some, you know, am I just applying the the weight of these words rather than like fitting the mold perfectly? Are there are there people who are born on September sixth who look at the same, you know, personality diagnostic as I do and like completely disagree with it? I'm sure. Probably. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't know. But so I mean, you- again, you feel like standard distribution. You know, like what's going to be right? Like it could be right for the bell curve of people born on people. my birthday, right? right. Like, yeah. But then you know, as you get to those those edges and those outliers, then more of course- than two standard deviations away, we're <laughs> <or> just fucked. <laughs> yeah. It just it makes me think of um, you know Carl Sagan and his Cosmos series, and he talks about astrology and um, and you know kind of debunks it in a way, and also like his book um, 
the demon hunted world where he again talks about that and talks about how we attribute meaning to things that are really changeable. The fact that they don't change much in our lifetime doesn't necessarily mean they're not changeable over time and how like the stars move in relation to one another. And over time, those constellations will be different. And yet we have a static concept of what like this constellation means for when I'm born. And it's just an interesting, you know, kind of yeah critical assessment of of you know how we because of our our shorter lifespans and our and, and the way you know nature changes in its own mm-hmm. um time like these make sense to us because we're not really existing long enough to see the great yeah, change this little and, glimpse yeah. this moment really almost like unchanging completely in the grand scheme of things mm-hmm. sure but Sure. You know, it's funny. I started reading Demon Haunted World. That's huh? a great book. It is. I, I, because on your recommendation a few months ago, oh, yeah. uh, it's, I finally got around to start reading Oh, it. nice. But like last week, I started reading. And I mean, I think I actually came to it through Dave's recommendation. See? That is so true. Just passing the around. Circle is complete. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, you should read this book called Demon Haunted World. <laughs> <laughs> you I'll get right it. on that. I actually uh, bought a copy of it a couple months ago to, to return to it because it's been probably over a decade since I read it. Yeah. Well, not to get too like into current affairs, but I I found it it resonated with with me. I haven't finished it yet, but I'm only a couple chapters, like a little, probably not very far in at all. Um, but it, there, there was a quote. I think it was from that later on in the book or something about how uh, uh, when we start to question fact and science and and things like that, because it was it's National Science Day today. Oh, that's right. Oh, the the marches Day, are happening, and the March yeah. for Science oh, is that's happening. Right. Today, uh, as we speak, obviously I had this prior prior engagement, so I couldn't be in Washington D.C. <laughs> sure. right now uh, with my friends. But our friend well, we Dr. Ben is uh, is da- out down there. Right oh, is now. he really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not. And my I was friend Victor ways. Rodriguez, and uh, he's a good guy. I think he listens to the podcast. Victor, oh, hope thanks, you're having Vic. a good time, man. Um, well, how apropos that we are manifesting Carl Sagan in this conversation? <laughs> right? today, it's in you know? honor right. of but science. It's, it's the quote Most about um, uh, you know when when. When facts are something, something I don't remember. But it's it's a quote about when we we cling to our crystals and mm-hmm. and and wander before we know it back into the darkness mm-hmm. of superstition and and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. lack of knowledge. And it was it was a very it um it, it, someone posted that quote the other day on mm. on, on social medias, Ooh. and it, I was like ah oh, fuck. But sure. I think it's very interesting that like we're talking about horoscopes and and the sh- you know kind of the 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 few the fleeting moments that we are here on this vast and and inex- uncomprehensible universe that that like suddenly now it's all you know this anti intellectualism has mm-hmm. kind of come back with with a bit of a vengeance I think in the last few years which is interesting to me that like there there are people out there who put more credence in astrology than astronomy you know mm-hmm. what I mean and 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 believe some something that some crazy woman says in some mandala shop than than a you know leading scientist or engineer mm-hmm. and you know as if I, I watched uh, i watched that movie hidden figures last night too oh, yeah? uh about the it's about the space race mm-hmm. and the african american uh women who who were kind of pioneers in that field during that time um and uh it was a really good movie but it was it was like you know it, everyone was it really did a good job of capturing that, like the aspiration of, of man to leave the planet and, and conquer science and, and trajectory and physics and 
all those things. And I'm like, what, where is that now? I don't, I don't see it because there's so, I think there's so much other, there's so many other things out there right now to that can really, that kind of just dilute the mess, dilute the message. What do you mean? That, you know, we're, we're constantly bombarded with trivial information of, of what's going on in celebrities lives. What's going on with everyone you ever knew in high school and, and what they had for dinner last night on fucking Instagram or whatever. You know what I mean? So we're just by choice. So the message is certainly like one can easily take a step away from that, but are you losing something in, the, you know, is, is there always, you know, so it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's always a trade off. Certainly, but, it's like, but I feel like that. And, and, you know, even like news sources focus on, you know, that nobody, there's not, nobody cares about advancements in, uh, you know, technological fields unless it makes them money. You know what I mean? It seems. Now or makes their life easier. Makes their life easier. Yeah. But even then, it's there's no endeavor to understand that, mm-hmm. right? Is it, I don't care how it works as long as mm-hmm. my car charges in 30 minutes outside mm-hmm. the Starbucks. You know what I mean? Like, fuck, that's cool. But nobody understands what the Tesla battery does or how it could apply to other things in your life. Like the – the what do they call it? The Tesla – the new um, – the – yeah, the, the the wall-mounted thing that – no, it's it's like a, a battery. Basically, a, the battery that's in the car, they expanded that, and now it can power a house. Mm-hmm. Like – and it's it's a wall-mounted. It's like four mm-hmm. feet by two feet, and it's mm-hmm. – or bigger than that. I don't remember. But it's like a small closet in your house mm-hmm. can generate enough power like from a solar panel power. on your roof, yeah. store enough power mm-hmm. to power your home for a week. Depending on where you yeah, live. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, but nobody would care about that. Yeah. Well, they, well, it's also interesting. It reminds me of like – Thoughts I've had around um, like climate change deniers and people who deny science, and yet the, on one hand they deny these sciences that are inconvenient for them, right? But then right. they'll go along with the science that keeps their car running and keeps their microwave going and keeps electricity and like all that science that makes internet, their life easier. Yeah, wireless. the internet. So like, oh, that science is fine, but don't bring in this other science that makes my beliefs that makes and me my, feel my, bad. Yeah, exactly. About it's how like, I live my life. Well, I don't trust your science now because it makes my life uncomfortable, but. Oh, if you come out with the new friggin' iPhone, I, your science is great to me. It's like, yeah, where where do you where, where's, where's a the discernment there, right? Like, yeah, like, yeah. Um. I I have a bone to pick with whoever brought climate change. Well, not climate change is better than global warming, mm-hmm. but I genuinely think global warming is the absolute worst marketing campaign <laughs> that I have seen in my lifetime. I feel like we've yeah. talked about this before, yeah. but I and agree. Tell me more. I'd like to hear more about that. Well, I mean. Because nobody cares if the globe gets warmer. Most people think it that's a good sounds thing. Sounds like, like a good thing. Yeah. Get a tan. I like being you know, exactly. like <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to sit down and read a book in the beach with the sun. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if they had called it like, holy shit, earth cancer is real. <laughs> or like earth AIDS. People would have right? freaked the fuck mm-hmm. out. Yeah, planet AIDS, yeah. earth cancer. Exactly. There's a million different ways to do that. Yeah, but then that also challenges the credibility of the science. Like you don't want to be sensational in your, yeah. in your you know, objective scientific um, argumentation. Yeah, if we use inflammatory right? language, yeah. it kind well, of defeats. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with that to the point of like when you're but sci- it, as scientists, I would mm-hmm. absolutely agree with that. But when you're trying to uh, enact cultural change, like unfortunately sensation is the, that may be the measure to which Mm. Is yeah, the only is what we respond to. And it might be because that's how we've conditioned people to react to things. Like, well, you know, yeah, you watch absolutely. the news and they're like, "Is your, are are bees coming to kill your children? <laughs> they're Africanized <laughs> because Africa's dangerous." <laughs> yeah, it's like your children could die tomorrow right. if they ran yeah. into a 
a what's a what's a group of bees? Killer bees. Swarm. A swarm, swarm. of bees <laughs> on the way to school, which sure. probably won't happen because they don't live. They don't go to school in mm. Western Africa. You know what I mean? But it's like, oh Jesus. But yeah, there is this sensationalist, mm-hmm. inflammatory clamor for ratings. You know, like mm-hmm. for we have to get people to watch. We have to keep people interested. We have to, you know, grab them and hold yeah. them by the balls until they give us money. And that's what happened when we created twenty-four hour news networks, right? It's like yeah. once news becomes perpetual, they realize how freaking boring it is. <laughs> well, <laughs> but again, this like you're assuming. I mean, I feel like there's an assumption that the news networks are here to provide a benevolent service to us. Where at the end of the day. They are corporations put here to make money. Yeah, their job well, is not to educate us. I don't. I think. I think uh, some journalists might argue that that point. I would say know. they're probably not working right now. I mean, they may be, no. but not for like any of the. Walter big Cronkite would have a bone companies. to pick with you on on that. I will pick Walter Cronkite. Oh, God, that sounded bad. Um, <laughs> I will pick Walter Cronkite's bone any um, day. I mean, Walter Cronkite. I can't think of a contemporary freaking journalist right now. Thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's that's what that's kind of part of the problem. I think Diane is, Sawyer is, is she still around? <laughs> no, man. Baba Watas. Like you've got what's that guy? Uh, Shepherd something on on he, Anderson Cooper. <laughs> well, Anderson Cooper is is one of them. But Anderson Vanderbilt. Sorry. Yeah, I know. I just found out recently he was like a, he's like a Vanderbilt. Yeah, but he does himself. Really? Yeah, yeah, and he's he's not going to inherit any of the fortune. He's like in his own, own oh, program. Shit. But he's apparently worth well, hundreds of millions of oh, dollars yeah, he, already I, anyway. He's fine. Channel, he did, good, he did a good job. Channel 1, baby. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys ever remember that shit? Channel 1 in school? Channel, did you guys I, ever have that? No. I heard about it, but we didn't have it in my school. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah, that's where yeah, he was like in Sarajevo when we were when I was in middle mm. school like Reporting on shit. So oh, yeah. Job, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I do remember that. Raleigh Valverde. I don't know whatever happened to that dude. I don't know. What, what, um, I get most of my what news playing from card John would Anderson Cooper be? I don't know. It would depend <laughs> on his birthday. I know. I mean, Can to we me, speculate? Well, of course we could. Yeah. I actually, so like sitting here while you guys were talking about, like, I actually really love astrology and I don't see any reason why there isn't room for both to me it's more Absolutely. about a system of uh of knowledge of self than anything mm-hmm. uh and i think you know there's a like there's a certain segment of scientists that say Foucault's pendulum you know the experiment um anyway it's oh, an experiment yeah. Foucault's yeah. pendulum that uh measures like time as it's experienced on the earth but Hmm. they found that it actually has to do with like the effects of where the moon and the planets are affect the results of this Mm -hmm. experiment so some people take that as scientific legitimacy that these huge massive bodies that are thousands of times the size of our planet Mm -hmm. let alone ourselves exert a minor energetic influence on the world and events. I mean, it's clear we know the moon affects the tides. And if we all are energy and there's these mm-hmm. giant masses of condensed energy uh, floating around, like to me, it's not all that like is it any more magical than the yeah. Internet that and, Saturn could affect. Yeah, and I, I would I would agree. I think. I think there is some legitimacy to the idea that the celestial bodies within our solar system exert some inf- – I mean, they're ho- we're holding each other in place. Like, we're holding yeah. planets in place. That makes sense. The challenge I have with it – well, for one is when people start looking out the stars that are oh, tens of – Billions of light yeah, years away. Like, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to no. me. And the flip side of it is people who think that they can determine and define what effect these – pushes and pulls will have on any individual based off of 
abstract things like when you were born. Like those are the things I well, find hard to sure. believe. Like the fact that they exert an influence, yes, our individual responses to what that influence is, is sure. I think is ours and harder to determine and to oh, be, you know. Absolutely. Well, any astrologer who's worth their salt will tell you that like the the horoscopes you read in a paper or something, like that is based on your sun sign, which where the sun is is incredibly important. Like it represents yourself it's in the middle, right? Uh, of our solar system. <laughs> Um, but where it is, uh, when you are born, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's essentially like one ninth of your story. Like the other planets also mm-hmm. play into effect and have other things to say. So like, is Pluto a planet, uh, tech, by the astrologers? Yes. Okay, great. Um, they did not get on that band Pluto thing. What about uh, the extra Zodiac sign that was like recently, like talked about? Oh, last, I don't know. Like, decade. Oh, I yeah. heard about that. Like, yeah, there's yeah. like, oh yeah, uh, there's like a 13th zodiac <laughs> sign that like just nobody pays attention to. Smart. I mean, they probably <laughs> because it was it wasn't convenient. Blueberry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Blue Aquarius. Yes. Uh, no, I don't know anything about it. Well, and of course, there's in those stories that uh, like you know constellations have changed. Like you were saying, mm-hmm. like stars in the sky have changed, and so like everyone's horoscope is a different thing than they think it is. Mm-hmm. And, You'll definitely see those things, but um, yeah, and it's like we're going by the you know Gregorian calendar, and the, that's not exactly how it was set up originally, and that's what mm-hmm. somehow that thirteenth sign got like squashed at mm-hmm. some point, so it offsets everybody else's. So if you're like on the cusp currently, like you may actually truly be a Leo, and you, mm-hmm. you thought you were you know mm-hmm. whatever comes after mm-hmm. that Virgo, because I am a Leo on the cusp of Virgo. There so, you go. Look at that. Yeah, <laughs> I am. I, I am that a Virgo means, but... as well. Ooh. So yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm creative and loyal. Mm. Oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, and organized. Isn't that what Virgo means? S- uh, some, some are. <laughs> <laughs> I missed out on that. That there's part of well, it's it. It has to. It, from what I've read, of Virgo is is organized in some parts of their life and not others. Like sometimes oh. they live a cluttered life, but their thoughts are very organized. Okay, very structured. Or that, yeah, they're, hmm. they're, the way they think about things or the way they dismantle things in their head, like break things apart. Is So you're, you're like one of kind of two sides. You're either like neat and OCD in a way, like, like or it, that's a probably a terrible misuse of that, of the term and oversimplification of it. But you're very organized. Uh, you'd like things uncluttered and, and or you... Th- are very creative and you thrive in clutter and mess, which is kind of me. Um, my desk is never clean. My, you know, like I just have stuff, but now, I know where stuff is because it's organized in my head. So but here's, it's not organized from a, here's my question to that. Do you know that you thrive in clutter or have you always just been in clutter and managed to thrive? You see what I'm saying? Like, are you just used to that? And is that just your normal or do you actually thrive? In, in clutter. I don't know. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a ten of hearts or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll look after. Yeah, right. We'll look after we get off yeah, the I podcast forgot. and check that out. I'll but okay, if, you could, if you could pick another card, if, what card would you be? I mean, wouldn't everybody? Well, I I'd be the Ace of Spades. I was going to say, everybody like, wants to be like something cool. Ace of Spades. Like, is two awesome. of diamonds. No, I'm a, It was always my favorite card as a kid. Like, oh, I, I would search Ace it out in spades. the card. Interesting. Because I had the biggest spade on it. Like, if it was a bicycle deck. Uh-huh. You know, like they, the spade is huge. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. the entirety of the fucking card. And the ace of hearts mm-hmm. is just a little heart in the middle. But the spade was because it was, you know, that's the symbol for 
uh, bicycle cards that they have put on the front of the fucking pack. So. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Jack? I would probably choose a Jack. I'm a, I was a Euchre player in college. Mm. We played a yeah. lot of Euchre. And so since Jacks of the Trump suit were, you know, the highest card in the game, I'd probably go that. But I'm actually a queen of clubs. Mm. Yeah, you're a club as well. Uh, in the books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In I the have books. no idea. I remember being a heart, but I could be mm. completely wrong about that. Yeah. Well, look it up. We'll you know, write that shit down. I, I think I would be the instruction card. Oh, that, that You know, you open up the card and there's... that bullshit answer? <laughs> that's what I would be, the instruction card. Why? You know, why? I don't have to answer your questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because he's the so instruction card. you can card. shit on Ben's question, but you don't have to answer my question. <laughs> I shit on your question, Ben? No. Okay. I don't feel shat upon. Okay, good. I don't remember what your question was. I don't either. What card um, would you want to be? If oh, you could pick I one. It's legitimately, like, it would be the instruction card. I don't know, like... I mean, it's um, like someone saying, like, uh, if you were a chess piece, what piece could you be? Like, I'm the player. I move all oh, the pieces. I'm the I'm board. board. Yeah, exactly. That's not at all what I was thinking when I said I'd be an instruction mm. card. Because <laughs> um, there's only one of them? And it's no, it's just because it's – it's. it expounds on itself. It's not like this – yeah. yeah, it's not, okay. it's, it's not like this, like, enigma of, like, I am – like to be interpreted, it just says what it is. Like, it's like, this is okay. what I am. I am I the say instructions. <laughs> this is what I do. That's kind of how I it's operate. Straightforward. Like, I, I wear it. my like There's, I. You yeah. get you. You know okay. what you see is okay. what you get. Okay. And Not a lot of baggage associated. Yeah. With that. No. And I don't like. It. I want a lot of shit projected on me. Like so. I just like. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's I'm okay. the instructions. Like read me, and that's what it is. There's nothing okay. else there. I thought it was because you supervise the game, and I I'm not a part of it. I don't want to be a part of your craziness. No. Want to tell people what to do and. I'm not saying I want to tell people what to do. I just want to tell people, like, right, what's up? And then they can determine what to do based off of and that. And then they okay. make their own I decisions. am not in any way, shape, or form trying to make anybody do anything. You're not exerting your force over the four of hearts. Or no, diamonds. not at all. You're not. You're not. No. You know, you're just saying this is a way you can all use yourself. Exactly. And be used. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know what? Mm-hmm. The more I think about it, the more I really like that answer, Dave. <laughs> Outdoor <laughs> Dave. Thank you very much, Ben. Deep, deep thoughts, man. I was like, yeah. fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That makes it the instruction card. God yeah. damn it. That's he a good He actually one. likes your answer. He wasn't expecting you to answer well. I, <laughs> yeah, you know, my, my expectations were already <laughs> Oh, back low. to the actually thing. <laughs> yes. Actually. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'd be the box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd be the player chef. I contain all of yes. the cards inside of yes, me. inside of me. That's, that sounds that sounds you made it dirty. See, <laughs> you made it dirty, and I was just trying to be. Well, like, that's for we're Benji. all part of mm. it. Uh, yeah, we had to bring. Benji we got to. We got to. We got to throw in. A, bring some Benji. In there. So it's interesting that like one of the things that's been kind of running through my head as we've been talking and bringing Carl Sagan back into it is: Have you read the book or seen the movie Cosmos or not? Um, Contact. Yes. I have. It's a great movie. Jodie Foster. Yeah, Jodie Foster. Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. All he, right, all right, all right. <laughs> I mean, and I think I've seen it, but I don't remember it well. You know, so much of it. You know, so much of it. That's right. Drive this Mercury. <laughs> no, what was it? What was the court he, the, the car he advertised? Buick, I think. Is it, is, is a, is no it really way. Buick? It no, seems man, like it would be like no more Buick. like Lexus or like. It's not. Um, but there's somebody like. Something yeah, no, little, I know, I know. Yeah, Whatever. A, yeah. I'll put it in the show notes that nobody sees yet. Yeah. But I one totally day you forgot. all will. <laughs> I totally forgot. Shit. It's all right. Well, hey, that's going to do it for the time. Oh. So, hey, thanks so much for downloading and listening. Did you have a point to make about contact? I did have a point we'll, to make we'll about contact. make it. All right. Well, give me an opportunity to make it. <laughs> and so, we're out of time. <laughs> is essentially, succinctly, a lot of that movie, the, the – um, conflict between um faith and science is explored and in the end jodie foster's character has to as the like very objective scientific person has to argue 
for the faith of those people in this courtroom that she's in because she has no proof of this thing that she objectively knows or like subjectively, but also knows that this happened, this happened, but there's no evidence of it. And the evidence is actually in contra in contrast to her story. So she has at the end has to argue for the value of faith, you know, so they're like, even Carl Sagan, the scientific poet, like brought these two things together. Like science without faith is, is emptiness, right? Like mm-hmm. there, there's no, there's no humanity to it. So he even recognized that there needs like, so astrology, these things, um, you know, this deck of wonderful cards that we're talking about, like there's a place for these within our, our human experience. So yeah. anyway, that's the point I wanted to yes. make. Thank you. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity I, to do that. Hey, I appreciate <laughs> it. That was a great way to wrap it up, Dave. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you for downloading and listening to ignorant and uninformed America's favorite podcast. We've been your hosts, Mr. Max Sarakistan Sarak. Interesting uh, aside, up until the age of enlightenment, the word rationality actually meant the blending of science and spirit mm. together, mm. not just being overly mm. identified with science. Well, hot damn. That's everyone's dropping a deep thought. And I'm Ben Hollywood Whitmore. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's all I got yes. to offer. Thanks, guys. Make sure you subscribe. Hit that little subscribe button on the podcast. And uh, check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash ignorant and uninformed. Or twank us on the Twitter, Twitter, at ig and un. We'll be back next week with a brand new Epidose. Make sure you download all the podcast at ignorantuninformed.com. Make sure you send us your topics to topics at ignorantuninformed.com. We'll be back next week with a brand new epidose of hot-ass freshness all up in your grill. Peace off. Ah.